What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sight Less Than Perfect. As always, I'm with the ridiculous Ryan and the bombastic Breezy, and we're here. I was gonna say we're queer, but we're not. We're not queer. I mean, nothing wrong <laughs> with that. We support the queer population, but you know, not us. Um, but today I'm doing things a little bit different. Before we get into the out of pocket, um, I want to say a thank you to every. We want to say a thank you to everybody. Like we've been uh, podcasting for a month now. We got five episodes, five, six, seven episodes out by now. Today is six. No, I'm saying it. Yeah, yeah. Today, today launches six online, and then Video we're recording and, and we're recording episode eight as we speak right now. And want to say a big thank you to everybody, um, all the the people that's been supporting us, helping us out till now, and like you know all the people that we're getting in the future. And if you listen to this like five, six years from now, you know we're already billionaires. You know, once Welcome. again, shout out to Brussels. Shout out to Brussels, <laughs> man. Like we really appreciate you. We had a couple more international um, download streams from Eastern Europe. So, I mean, big shout out to Europe, mm-hmm. yeah. which I have a lot of love for because um, my wife's family's from England. So, like, Europe's been good. Europe's been good to me. So, like, I appreciate you guys. Um, and then uh, another mini announcement: um, we decided to switch up Retro Rewind to become a little mini series. So, we're gonna do that. That's gonna be separate. So, like, if you guys want to hear us review certain movies or whatever, just give us a shot. Let us know. We do have a couple that we're going to be doing that Breezy has set up for us because he's kind of been like the mastermind behind a retro rewind. But going forward, you know, we never know what's going to happen. Um, we just we did a one for Akira, um, old school anime, if you guys are into that or not. And, um, and then the next movie we're going to be doing is what is it called? Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies, Studio Ghibli, which I'm a huge fan of. I haven't seen that one, but I'm a huge fan of Studio Ghibli. Just in general. All right. And then um, the last thing I'm going to do, I have something for all the new people here. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a riddle. I'm going to give you a riddle. And at the end of the episode, I give you an answer to the riddle. If you get the riddle right, you, know, you got the riddle right. Kudos to you. Live your life. But if you get the riddle wrong, you got to subscribe to us on whatever you, whatever you listen to us on. You listen to us on YouTube, give us a subscribe. If you listen to us on Spotify, give us a review, a like. You know, say what up to us, ask us how we're doing, and wherever else you're listening to at it. Just, uh, you know, give us a little shout. So, let me give you guys the riddle, too. Mm. I am used in every major sport, and I have four holes in me. What am I? Mm. You know, it's funny. Once you said used in every major sport, my first thought was naturally a condom. Mm. A human. Yeah, we'll get back to that. So these guys don't have the right answer. <laughs> well, we'll get back to that. Because hey, you use the, the players are being used for their God given talents. And you got four holes. You got well, no, you got more than four holes. Never mind. Seven. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, back to our regular schedule program. Don't ask me how I know. Yeah. So we're gonna get into writing to the out of pocket. All right, this is one. Uh, I read a couple of them today, but this one like stuck out to me. Am I out of pocket for not telling my parents I got a, I got promoted and earned more when I could be helping more around the house? I think I know what the riddle is, but go on. I'm not going to say it till the end of the show. End of the episode. You got like half an hour, 45, bruh. All right. So this 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 out of pocket was a, a real shanking and twist and kind of a roller coaster. It, it, was, it was interesting, though. All right. 22-year-old female lives with her parents, 50-year-old mom, 52-year-old dad. And two brothers, 18 and 19 um, boys. Since I turned 18 and started working, 50% of my salary goes to my parents to help out around the house. I earn about $1,100 a month and $550 is taken for them 
Uh, the rest is to, for me to spend how I want. I had the sweet illusion that they would do the same for my brothers when they started working and was irritated to learn that the two of them paid nothing at home. When I confronted my parents, they said that they earn little because they are intern, about 600 a month, give or take. And they would barely have enough money if they paid half. I mentioned the idea of paying less because I wanted to have some more money for myself. But for several reasons that I won't mention, um, ADD um, health related, my parents' house is adapted for me. I'm not that easy. It's not that easy for me to move. So I accept it, even though that I was annoyed. It's been about three months since I was promoted and my salary's doubled and I earned about $2,200 a month. I knew if I mentioned to my parents that I got promoted, they would ask for, inc- in- yeah, ask for an increase of my contribution. And I'm still pretty ups- upset that they don't charge my brothers so that I don't commit. Um, I don't comment on my schedule or anything's being changed. I don't have an exorbitant expensive and I'm saving enough so that I can actually move out and live on my own and make the necessary adaptations to a place that I would get on my own. My parents are in the best financial situation. They are tight, but they insist on not charging my brothers. That money would make the difference. They asked if I can pay 60%, but I said that an agreement was 50% and stressed again that the other two children also work. But recently, my mother couldn't get through to me on my phone and called the, called the place where I worked and asked to pass a message. And the lady that answered the phone must have said something similar to like, I can pass the message on to the manager. My parents questioned me. And despite trying to deny it, they found out that I'm earning twice as much and charged me the 50%, $1,100. When I said no, because it's unfair, they invited me to leave the house. And since mm-hmm. I was not doing what was agreed on, that I can just leave and be done with it. I don't think they thought I would go. I'm at my friend's house. It's not easy. And I just paid for the two weeks that I was there, 275. My parents questioned me despite um, trying to deny. Oops, I read that part. Since leaving, they've been bombing me with saying that they need me to pay the 550 for moving out or they move back and paying more. And they're super tight. And I caused a whole fight by lying to them and not helping out around the house anymore, knowing that they were tight. Am I out of pocket? Nah. Thankfully, no. Yeah. Not out of pocket anymore. Nah. Good for you. Got some more gaslighting in this story, too. That money. I love the gaslighting. I love your faces with the gaslighting. I'm bro. so sick of the gaslighting. <laughs> Dude, they're all gaslighting stories. Mm-hmm. They, like, pretty much all the ones I find are some type of gaslighting. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, I get it. Because, like, I thought about this from, like, her point of view, and I thought about it from the parents' point of view, like, being a parent. And it's like, as a parent, it was your decision to have kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have mm-hmm. any disabilities or whatever, like, you need to compensate and like figure that out. And like, I get it. She was helping out and assisting whatever, but you can't bully her into paying yeah. half of her money yeah. to, to, yeah. to pay your bills. Yeah. Cause that's not half of her money. Cause like whatever's additions needed to be done to the house or whatever. Like I get it. If she needed to pay for those additions to be done, yeah. you needed some help with that. But like after they got done, like why is she still paying your bills? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like how much could it have actually possibly costed when you're getting five fifty a month? Uh, and recompense for it. Hmm. So I'm like, um, if the parents said to her, you know, if you feel a frog, just jump. And she jumped. And uh, story's over there, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, then yeah. they start blowing her phone up. It's like, oh, you need to come back. You need to come back and pay us the money to live back at our house so we can keep bitching about you and not mm-hmm. move out and be on your own. He's yeah. like, how do you sound? 
Like, the, the, oh, the audacity of people to just say shit like that. But, yeah, move back in my house and pay me money. Mm. <laughs> people people only can say that to, like, family members that they've programmed in that way. They've yeah. kinda, they kind of have an existing relationship. So, they're foisting abuse on her based on that existing relationship. In the moment, mm-hmm. she says, like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm just going to keep my yeah. $2,200. Pay my friend the 300 that she wants to, like... Just for whatever, just mm-hmm. for me being here, mm-hmm. and save the rest of my money for a little bit, yeah, and go buy a house. Oh, now mm-hmm. they're thinking. Let me. How do we manipulate her now? Like you caused mm-hmm. the fight by being independent. Yeah, that's the, so. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm part pissed me off. And the other part too is that she's the daughter and like the two boys. Because that's a lot of stuff I've read too. Is just like there's completely different expectations for like sons and daughters, mm. and just. Especially oldest daughter. She's the oldest daughter? Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, your kids are your kids. And like, I get it. Like, you know, they may have different responsibilities around the house. Like, you know, somebody wash the dishes, someone takes the trash out mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like, your kids are your kids. Like, they're yeah. even, even playing field. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen it firsthand. The, the one who, who is the screw up genu- genuinely gets so many free passes at life compared to the one who's more responsible. Like people, people for some reason don't have morals when it comes to their kids. Like when it comes to like how they treat their kids, like the one who's actually performing well, they'll put that performance on that kid and perfect and expect them to perform even better to pay even more. Just like this situation, yeah, paying more of the fair share because she can't. But they don't put any sort of you know boundaries on this. this right, the other kids. So I mean, you yeah. could have literally she's paying five fifty, knock her down to three hundred, and give the other two like boys a hundred. Each, because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, it, it, solve it, yeah, and that's easy money. Yeah. And that's like my thing is like if you can't afford a hundred dollars a month, what are you doing with your life? Like at eighteen, nineteen, like whatever you're doing, like work a little bit more or figure something out. Because like if you're eighteen, in my in my thought process, you've graduated high school and like you may be going to college or may you may not. Whichever way it is, like you should be able to afford a hundred dollars a month to do something. Yeah. And that's, that's what the rent is for when it comes to younger people. Anyway, it's to, it's to, cause, cause really in a lot of cases you don't need it, but it's to, it's to enforce them to do something with their lives so that they aren't just laying about doing nothing. Cause you know, if, if you got a kid who's there just laying about doing nothing, yeah, you got to get out and do something. So I'm going to put this rent on you. If you can't do it, we got to figure something out. Right. Cause me and Sophie talked about it, like with Emma and stuff, like just, just, not joking around necessarily, but he's coming up with ideas like the future, or whatever. And I was like, when she gets to like of age, I would like to charge her some rent, but not necessarily to keep it, but just like to throw it in a savings account. So she's like mm-hmm. 18 and she lives with us since she's like 24 and she gives us like three, four hundred dollars a month. So when she goes to move out, she has like 10 grand yeah. that she can either yeah. use for a down payment for a house or if she just wants to get an apartment, like her apartment's paid for for like a year, year and a half, maybe. well, probably like three months by yeah. that time, <laughs> way things are going. So hopefully my nephew doesn't watch this, but that's actually my plan with my nephew. Just to, you know, just to keep him motivated, but also I'll have something for him once he's ready to get his car and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's cool. another thing, too. Like, I like how Sophie did. Her parents did it. Her The way her parents did it was, like, um, they just doubled it up. So, like, whatever money you saved up, they would just put that money in there. So, I think Sophie was, like, she had, like, three grand or four grand when she did her car. So, mm-hmm. they matched her four grand. So, she was able to get an eight-grand car. And it's, like, stuff nice. like that I like to do because it's, like, yeah. it gives you an incentive to work hard, but you're also rewarding them. For their hard work. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I like, I love stuff like that. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, you're, you're teaching them. Cause I just want to find lessons, ways to teach Emma the lessons that I learned. 
without yeah. learning it the way I learned exactly. it. Exactly. That's that's how I feel too. Because <laughs> we learned that shit hard. Mode. I I was actually against having kids stay with me once they turned eighteen. Because you know I was like, okay, I got kicked out when I was eighteen. You know they could do the same thing. But now I'm like, you know, I look at how other people do it. I'm like, nah, I would I wouldn't do that to my kid. You know, because the more you think about it, it's like. When you're 18, like, yeah, you're an adult, but it's like, you're not an adult. Like, you're, you're, you're legally an adult, but it's yeah. like, you don't understand completely how the world works. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be honest, we don't understand completely how the world works now, but it's like, True. if you just, like we talked about before, like, you just need a hand up and not necessarily a hand out. It's yeah. like, kicking someone out of 18 versus like, giving them like two, maybe three years yeah. to just figure shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I wish, honestly, wish I had that. Um, I mean, rent even when I was eighteen was like it was like four fifty. Like it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I could afford it on a Sears salary at you know what, six six dollars an hour minimum wage. So I could afford Boy. rent at that time. It was hard. I had to eat weird shit. But um, oh, it would have it would have been helpful because you know I lost that apartment like a year later. So right. it, it would have been helpful to like have like a grace period where I could pay less, save money more. I could have had a car a lot sooner, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Yeah, because the thing about it, it compiles because it's like yeah. it's not necessarily like the one thing that you could or couldn't do. It's like you can't do this, then you can't do this, and you yeah. can't do this, and you can't do this, and then like you know, mentally you're just taking a beating the whole time too because yeah. it's like everything falls on you. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you you may or may not be. I mean, some people are built different and they can like adapt and figure that shit out, or you know, some people turn into a life of crime. Like it's so many different mm-hmm. ways for that shit to play out. Yeah, but it's like. If all the thing, if you could have just adjusted all of that, but like just having them be at home for another year, mm-hmm. year and a half, it's like, would that really, at, at the end of the day, like in the entirety of your life, but another year and a half really be that bad? No. Yeah. 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 And you know, another thing is the parents have to be on their ball first too, in order to be able to give their kids that sort of, uh, that sort of hand up. Because a lot of situations where, and it sounds like in this situation, where the parents aren't stable financially themselves. And if you've got the kind of parents who see their children as an extension of their own powers, where like, okay, I have a child, so that child is going to work for me, and their money is my money, you know, and parents may have any sort of you know, reasoning behind yeah. justifying that, like, oh, well, you're living in my house, therefore your money is, half of your money belongs to me. And the whole, the real thing is that the parents aren't making enough money themselves to be able to right. handouts, mm. right? To be able to, not handouts, but to be generous. And maybe sometimes the parents can just be greedy and just like, hey, you got money? I'm your parent. Yoink. That sounds like a little mixture of this one, but I actually yeah. worked with a guy where his parents are like that too. They just had like, um, just low paying jobs. And like he was, uh, when I was a manager, he was one of my supervisors and, um, he was making more money. He got promoted and like, you know, he got himself a new truck, you know, higher, higher, uh, insurance and like car payment, or whatever. And like he's always like, he was always asking people for money. I'm like, bro, you work 45, 50 hours a week. Like, you work just as much as I do. Like, I know you don't make as much as I do. Like, you make decent much money. And, like, all you have to pay is, like, your car note and, like, your phone. What's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, well, I help my people. I help my mom, my parents pay for, like, the um the gas, electricity, the the house note. And I'm like, if you paying Damn. for gas, electricity, water, and a house note, I'm like, what are your parents paying for? 
And I'm like, again, like that's, that was one of the things. Cause like I always told people, I'm like, family are not toxic. People are toxic people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you need to move out or do something like, and get rid of your parents. Cause I'm like, cause I hate the argument that people always say like, well, family is family. I don't give a fuck. Like if they're toxic <laughs> and they're draining you, like mm-hmm. get rid of them. Cause I'm like, dude, like you can't pay your car note and your car insurance because you're paying for the house note for your parents, which is what you could be paying for your own apartment. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you granted, like, you know, apartments aren't the best thing in the world, but at the same time, it's like, you're paying for everything that your parents have plus everything that you have. Mm. And like, the only argument is like, well, like you were saying, like you live in my house, you whatever, or like, you know, we need help, whatever. And I get one to help your parents, but it's like, you gotta make it make sense, man. Your parents yeah. have to help themselves too yeah. as well. Like, yeah. you know, with, with anybody, like you can't overextend yourself to help them if you can barely like wipe your own ass. Yeah. So, so realistically, if you have a kid who's an adult, at this point, we're both adults. So parents got their life. So they, they, you know, they want their space. You know, whenever you have another adult in your space, that's, that, that's a big ask. So the best thing you can do as two adults is to pull together to help each other out, to make the space easier for both people. Agreed. So in this case, you can ask for something to just alleviate things, something that covers their presence here. But also makes things a little bit easier for everybody. And there's things that you can offer them. There's things they can offer. It's a mutual relationship. Yeah. So as long as these things are met equally, I don't think you need to ask for too much. And it doesn't even take much to cover, you know, certain things. Like just having somebody there isn't that much of a tax on it. It depends on who they are. Some people. Yeah. I mean, they use like a lot of heat or whatever. But. For the most part, it, it, having another person in your house doesn't take away too much, I would say. No, I, so, I, I agree with that. So anything they add is, is a huge bonus, I would say. Yeah. For and the it, most part, yeah. It's so, and it's so weird that like, you know, that like, is this, is so many of those stories like that, where like the parents are just like, essentially mooching off the kids for like no real rhyme or reason. And this is like, bruh, like, why? Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, just all these things. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to me because, like, the reason one of the reasons I moved out when I moved out because, like, my mom loved her to death, but like, she still saw me as a kid when I was like 21, 20, 21. So she's like, Well, you can't be out to two, three o'clock in the morning. Like, you can't be doing this. You can't be drinking. You can't be doing this, whatever. I'm like, Mom, like, I'm, I'm grown. Like, I live here, but like, I'm still an adult. Mm-hmm. And like, that was just the back and forth, whatever. So I just moved out. And then, you know, later on, we talked about it and I was just like, I I didn't really want to move out. Like I couldn't really afford it, but I made it work. But it was like, you made it difficult to be there because you kept having me do kid stuff. Like I get I'm 17, 18, but I'm like, when I'm 20, 21, are you telling me like I have like a curfew? It's like, no, that's not how that, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's just the natural progression too. Cause sometimes you have to have that conflict too. Cause, cause there's people who live with their parents forever and it is a good, you know, it is a good scenario where you can save money because realistically, we live in a time where everything's so damn expensive. So expensive. I, I wouldn't wish single life on anybody just because it just you got to you got to work like two or three jobs to make stuff make sense sometimes. So I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like if if you're 18 and you're just, you know, you're just moving out, get some roommates. You have to. You got to get some yeah, roommates to make that make sense. Mm-hmm. It's not ideal because you can't trust everybody. But. The way things are looking out here, you definitely need that support just to save money in the long run. Because if you if you start saving money now, you can start 
you can move out eventually to a better place. Right. But it's a lot harder if everything's on you all the time. You yeah. know, you're more likely to stay in the same place. Well, those are the things there too. I was talking about that. We got lucky too. Because I've heard horror stories about people moving moving out. I'm me like, too. I, me I was too. like, me, I was like, I've lived with like <laughs> essentially my brother yeah. and my wife. Like yeah. those only other people like I've lived I mean, don't get me wrong, we had some Reggie's heads stay with us at yeah, points yeah. in time. But yeah. like overall it was just like me and you and me and self and I was, I was like shit. I was like, it was cool. I'm like, we butt heads like maybe once or twice about some shit, but then we end up drinking and laughing about it. So yeah. like it wasn't even anything. But people have some horror stories. Even like siblings are like your best people's best friends and stuff and they're just like this shit happened i'm like i could be me yeah it's a lot of out of pockets <laughs> a lot of out of pockets like i don't i don't i i don't know no i'm, I'm just, just glad you guys are all like you know no problems at all whenever check out with you guys <laughs> yeah so. it's just like but but it's like just why do the nonsensical garbage? Like, just simple conversation solves most things. And just don't be a, just don't be fucking gross. Don't be just gross. <laughs> be, be considerate, you know? Care about the person that stays with you. Be interested, yeah. you know? Stay out, stay out each other's way when, you know? Care about the house. Pull your weight. Pull your weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple, simple enough. Keep it simple. Yeah, and this, um, this, uh, this out of pocket actually goes into the topic of the day, which was, uh, Loyalty and love, because I was listening to a Big Sean song, and like, when, like a lot. Of, that's like one of his big themes, like all his things is like loyalty and love. And like this, the funny is the story that I thought about, like when um when I was thinking about it, was actually about your brother. So people that don't know, um, Breezy's brother, local rapper, Aunt P. Um, check him out if you get a chance. Uh, I actually started listening to his podcast. His his fifteenth, sixteenth, whatever. Which, which one? Yeah, he yeah. The most right um, now. the most most known unknown. Like I started ah, listening to that one because I've been listening to. Yeah, because he uh, it popped up in my um my feed the other day, and I was like, shit, I haven't started listening to it yet. So I was listening to it, and it just reminded me of the first, like one of the first times I met Ant, and um, it was the definition of loyalty because uh, my my definition of loyalty is like the. A brother of a brother is a brother to me. So, like, for people that don't understand, it's like if the people that I keep close in my inner circle, I trust them to, like, if they bring someone around me, that I can trust them. Like, I don't have to second guess it. I don't have to worry about them. Like, I don't have to vet them or anything. I just know who they I know. I don't necessarily know who they are, but I already know what they're about. And the story starts with what Aunt was um was actually on one of my ex-girlfriend's birthdays. And it's like, this was probably... The second or third time I had seen, I had seen it, but, um, I get to the party late cause I had to work, went home, shower, whatever. And I went from one side of town all the way to the other side of town for her birthday. And the first thing he says to me to walk in is like, it's this dude here. And he's like, I don't really fuck with him. And he's been all around your girl. He's like, I've been keeping an eye on him. He ain't doing nothing crazy, but I just want to let you know. And in that moment, I was taking it back because I was like, damn, bro, like, I don't even know you like that. But it was just like, <laughs> it was just such a, but at the same time, it was like just such an appreciation because it's like, yeah. our relationship was nothing at that point. But it's like, he understood my relationship with you and your relationship with him. And I understood his relationship with you. And in that moment, I was just like, yeah, I mean, it it, it is what it is. A brother, my brother's my brother. And so like throughout that night, he was just giving me like updates, feedback, whatever. And he was just, um, just keeping an eye out for me and like keeping an eye out for her. And like later in that night, it was the dude we was talking about was her ex-boyfriend. He came and like, we were cool. 
long and messy ass story with that that I'm not gonna get into today. Mm-hmm. But uh later on at night, he ends up trying to talk to her when we're leaving, whatever, that gets kind of messy, whatever, and then like Aunt handles the situation and like kind of smooth the situation for out. And then like, you know, in in my mind, it's like he didn't have to do that because it's like I've known this man like a total of 15 hours in my life. And it was just like one of those things. It's like loyalty is loyalty. And then later, like me and dude end up getting into a fight or whatever. And then I'm calling you at like three, four ass fucking clock in the morning to talk me off a cliff because I was about to beat the shit out of him. And it's like, um, that, that took me into like, um, what it means to be a man. Mm. And it's like my definition of my definition of being a man is loyalty and love because it's like the people that you care about. And it's like, at the end of the day, like all you need is loyalty and love. Like, you know, your relationships with your relationships with like your significant other friends, family, like the people that are close to you. Like, um, it's like, all you need is loyalty and love, like everything else, any other emotion, whatever you can like chop it up to however you want to. But it's like, those are like my two that I came, came down to. So that brings me to my question. Like, what are you guys definition of like, being a man, like, what is your, mm. if you had to sum it up to like a couple things, a couple phrases, a couple words, or like have to really simplify it to like your definition of like what a man is. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good question. It is. That's a good question. You sprung that on me. I got to think about that one. Um, yeah. Cause that one was, um, it was, it's been, um, it's been way heavy on me a bit mm-hmm. because I've been, um, like since we since we started the pod, I've been looking at like different podcasts from like all different walks of life, mm. and I went down and found some of the super super chat bro mm. podcasts mm. and a super alpha female podcast, mm. and like everything in between adjacent. And it's like it, it's been pissing me off because it's like you get the super alpha bros talking about like you can't show any weakness, you can't you have mm. to be strong at all times, you can't show you can't show any vulnerability, you have to be super strong at all time. And you get these super alpha women, like, you need to, the man needs to make six figures and he needs to take care of me, pay my bills, do my kids, take care of my kids stuff and all this, whatever. And then it's like, in the midst of that, I found a couple women that are like, um, I don't want to call them anti-feminist, but like, they're definitely more in the camp of, um, they're traditional women. Yeah. More more or less like on the, um, on the male, the male side of like, um, Cause there's one girl I found, um, her, her, her channel is called Roma Army and she's very much, uh, on the side of male camp, like male like mental health, hmm. mental, uh, mental health. Uh, she's an advocate for like sexual assault victims, like male victims. And she's just like, she's a, a advocate for like everything, like male and female, but she really pushes towards like the under misunderstood message of like, the male aspect, everything. Oh yeah. So like going against like the, she targets like the super alpha feminists that are always talking about like, um, like men that are, have been sexually assaulted and like telling like, you know, calling them liars or like, uh, the, the women that talk about men need to take care of the bills and pay all these things, do whatever. And so she's like, she picks, she takes those videos and like picks them apart gotcha. with like, She's she's real sassy with it, but like okay. factual. She's real factual, but real sassy with it. Yeah. But she's also like a victim herself of like sexual assault, abuse, like all these other things that like in a typical scenario, she would be the perfect person to be like anti man, everything. Gotcha. So that's why I think she's a very good advocate, like a very good person to have to like yeah. speech about it. So like I've been like just 
it's just been a wild roller coaster rise of like this, this, the, my, like my feeds, yeah. my social medias are just, are super, cause it's like the super toxic, like the Andrew Tate's super bro stuff. Mm. And then like the super alpha females and like this you other really stuff. You really can't escape it, honestly, yeah. cause that stuff's been on my feed too. And, uh, it's, it's inescapable. But honestly, that's, there's a lot rolled into that question. Cause I got, I got my idea of what like, you know, what a, what a man looks like, what my ideal sort of being would be but also have the idea like what would be good for society um those are those are two yeah different things honestly because um my ideal sort of being in term in terms of manhood is like a solitary uh quiet ass kicker type guy who's like you know he's prepared for basically batman but (laughs) uh but in terms like a good just a general just a general good guy for society like you know somebody who's a good dad who's a who's a good leader that's just a guy who's um he's self-confident he he has passion he has passion he has passion in all walks of life whether it be if he has children it's his children whether it be his hobbies he's passionate about his hobbies um no you can't have passion that's too feminine pa- allegedly allegedly no no passion and patience that's to me that's like the ideal yeah, guy patience is a big one too because passion and in, 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 you know it encompasses all you know it, i would even say love is included in that but then the patience part is where you could be a good teacher. You could teach, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, the generations after you could teach, you know, uh, the women in your life, the kids in your life, that sort of thing. You got the patience to, to learn new skills, you know, to, to better yourself. Which is important, like, like for that. anything. It's like being a, every day is a school day. Like you can learn, you can learn something from anywhere and anybody. Yeah. So if I, if I just had like a two word, uh, <laughs> like a little, uh, slogan, passion and patience. Passion and patience. That's how I do it. Yeah. 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 So. For me, I think the answer to that, to what it means to be a good man or a good woman, too, because I think they're actually, in essence, they're the same thing, is to is the same answer for what it takes to be a good adult, which is just being responsible for whatever whatever duties you have. Like, if you're a parent, you got to be a good father or mother. If you're a caretaker of someone else, like if you're caretaking for your own parents or something and they need you to caretake for them, being a good caretaker for them. You know, if you're a lover, being a good partner to that person. If you're a CEO, being a good leader of a company. Like anything that you do, any responsibility that you have upon your shoulders, being a good man or woman is just taking care of those responsibilities responsibly. And you can just attach that to any, any responsibilities you can think of. Like, um, just being able to take on duties and put your, your first foot forward in completing them all, always, you know, with all your passion and power. If you are able to do that, then no one can tell you that you're not a real man or woman in, in no situation. I like that. I like that. Cause that's a, that's one of the big things that they keep going back on the podcast. It's always like, men can't show any f- femininity and like the, the things that they list as, as, as femininity are just like, <laughs> just ridiculous. And then like the things that, be, that count as toxic masculinity, like reason you said being like, just being self-confident or whatever. Like one of the things I saw is like, uh, being confident, like too, too much confidence is toxic masculinity. And it the guy, be. it can't be. And the guy mm-hmm. argued that he's like, it's not toxic masculinity. It's just masculinity. And they were trying to like 
the guy was arguing a point of like, what is masculinity versus toxic masculinity? And like, I'm a good question. Butcher I mean, this. I think, but oh, cool. I'm a butcher this, but he more or less said that like the modern, the modern woman and what they think is toxic masculinity is just masculinity. You're right. And it's just like, it's just misunderstood for the fact because like one of the girls I was watching to um, Pearl, she was saying that like, because this girl was arguing, with her, well, not arguing, but talking to her about like her, her boy, her significant other and was like, well, he'll just like say something or whatever, with, like any explanation or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And like, I want him to go into this deep explanation, blah, 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 whatever. And then she said, Pearl was like, that's how a woman would handle a situation. She was like, the way guys operate, most guys like anything, any operation or anything that they've thought about it, tooth and nail, left and right, up and down, left and right. And they've already calculated everything. And what they telling you or what they, what they, um, are relaying to you is like all of that done already in error. And that what they give you is what they give you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's just how men, men operate. Well, but like when you reverse that and try to get them to do it or whatever, yeah. you're expecting them to operate how a typical female operate. And yeah. it's like, how is that fair that you're having him to trying to get him to operate the way you operate yeah. when you guys are completely different. Yeah. There's that disconnect. So there's, you know, there's that whole, the meme of uh, women when they tell you their problems, guys are thinking of a thousand different solutions to that problem so that they aren't having a problem anymore. But, you know, mm-hmm. women are like, we don't want that. We just want to talk about our problems. <laughs> yeah. So there's, you know, people talk about that online and, and people go in on guys like, we don't, we just want to talk about it. And guys go in on women. They're like, but we why? Just, well, we why? Solve it. Just, why? Just, solve it. just let us solve it. <laughs> I got into conversation with G about that because she was like, she texted me one day and was like, yeah, she was like, having a bunch of guy friends, guys don't just let me bitch about it. Y'all just yeah. like, ABC, done. Because it gets day. old quick. You don't want to hear just somebody just every day mm. the same problem. Like, I, I understand it's therapeutic, mm. but at a certain point with guys, it's like, shut up, dog. Just go. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> Fix it. Like, take the headphone on. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell her to fuck off. All right. Bye. It's, yep. See ya. it's got a good explanation for it. It's got good logic for it. Like, imagine if we were talking about a problem like men, right? And the problem was a tiger that wanted to eat us all. You don't think we just sit around and just go like, oh, man, that really sucks. Like, that tiger is really out of pocket, man. <laughs> that tiger. That. Ah. Oh. God, let me tell you about that tiger right now. We wouldn't do that. We were like, we need to either kill or escape from this damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's only a certain amount of choices we have here. <laughs> yeah. Let's commit like, to one of them. Let's do it. You know, and like evolutionarily, that is the, the place that men had yeah. in their society. Yes. And the ones who were able to kill the tiger, you know, were the ones who. That's where we procreated. Came from. And that, yeah. That's where we came from. Yeah. But, um, Unlike the social spy side, when you are you know, like running a civilization, you've got the 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 emotional connections that we have that create civilizations and societies and stuff. That would be like that would be where like the women shine shown the most. You know, like they'd be keeping everyone alive and you know emotionally stable, and that's where like discussing these problems would be very beneficial. The, the, you know, helping the mental health and that's the, the society, uh, the socio societal parts society. of, yeah. you know, civilizations. And that's where, um, you know, I hope this doesn't sound sexist, but you know, that's, that's where the other side of the, the men versus women communication thing came from where, 
you know, actually talking about the problem is helping solving the problem of, you know, right. Humans, humans, basically, essentially. And that's where they would talk about, you know, obviously not like tigers trying to kill them, but (laughs) other, you know, emotional stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's fair. Cause, uh, it's just, people just need to be like, and we're getting there. I, I hear more and more people talk about this. Like, yeah, men and women are different. We've always been different. And people are becoming, I think because men are talking more about it, men are kind of giving their side of things now. Um, and they're like, this is just who we are. Like, we, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing really bad about who we are. There's nothing wrong with masculinity. It's just who we are. And then we accept who you are. So as long as we can do this and we realize there's these differences, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, yeah. That's just how it is. We we don't like this. Y'all like this. I think I think the disconnect is like people just have to realize you can't get everything from this one person. I kind of yeah. think that. Yes. I I agree. I agree. Yeah. Cuz it's like um uh, so we had this conversation too like that's why like that's why you need in a relationship you need yeah. time to hang out with the boys yeah. or hang out with the girls cuz it's like I'm not going to fuck you guys obviously. That's we <laughs> I do that with her. But at the same time it's like these conversations like this I can't have a, a bro conversation about like what men want and what men are doing and like how men thought. I can't have that with my wife. I that's, feel so unloved. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> but it's just like it, it is what it is, and it's like the, like the thing they talk about, like we have like multiple multiple soulmates or whatever. It's like you know you have the actual lover soulmate for you. You have like a friend soulmate and like a I don't know fucking dog or whatever it is. I don't know the the definition, like the complete definition of it. But it's like yeah, you can't get everything from one person, and when you expect to get like everything from one person, it's like that is a lot. Yeah, to ask, especially it's like you know we're in an age where like everyone has some type of trauma and like, you know, you may not be completely confident or comfortable with yourself. Cause like you haven't worked through all your stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're expecting someone to like balance themselves and figure everything in there out, mm-hmm. figure all your stuff out and figure your stuff out together as a couple. It's mm-hmm. like, that's a fucking lot yeah. to ask of a person yeah, of any sex. I mean, dude, like this stuff's so hard. Cause we we're trying to strike a balance on it. Cause for like the last forever, the the whole goal has been like, oh, men need to be more in touch with their feminist side, which to a degree, I think that's true. But then there there hasn't really been like a um sort of push for just men to just enjoy man things like, you know, they want us to communicate more. I think that's great. I think communication's great for everybody. Right. Um, but there's a such thing as oversharing, too, because because honestly, attraction is a is a really big part of relationships and. For relationships to last, there does have to be that level of attraction. And when it comes to men's emotions, that I think that's a scary thing for women that they haven't come to terms with because they want they want us to express more emotions. But I've heard guys say, a lot of guys, honestly, that when they show more of that emotional side, they end up over time losing their partner. Yeah. Because their partner just couldn't handle that valve of emotion, even though they asked for it, they asked to to get this from them. They want them to be more sensitive. But it when it came time to it, the refrain was, man the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the narrative. And that's the narrative like we've like our, our whole lifetimes it's like it's like man the fuck up. And like yeah. my my new spin on that or whatever is like 
I, I do subscribe to the band to fuck up, but only in the sense of like, not everyone deserves to see you cry. Like, I think that's a better way of, of putting that is because like it, with anyone, it's like, cause, because with like, from a woman's point of view, if you're in a woman and you're in an argument with a man and the woman starts crying, that from that moment, the man's like, either I, I won, like you started crying. So like, whatever, fuck, I don't, you started crying. So whatever you say, everything else is invalid after that. What, the one, if the woman starts crying? Yeah. Cause like, if you argue with a woman or whatever, and she started crying, it's like either your mindset goes to like, oh shit, I fucked up. She's crying yeah. or she started crying. So like, whatever she talks about now is invalid, but it's like, but as a guy, if you're in an argument, you start crying. She's going to be like, yuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's exactly. like, yuck. But there, that's what I'm saying about like, there's so much of that biological, like, hypocrisy in everybody yeah. that that's the stuff that really upsets me. Cause like the message, the message makes sense for guys to like make for a better society. But there's so much of that biological hypocrisy that like, if you show too much emotion, like you said, yuck, yuck. And did you know it is actually literally it's physical? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing you body. can do yeah. about it. But that's the thing. Like nobody wants to come to terms with that. People think like we're only these, you know, uh, boogas. Yeah. No, they yeah. think we're just these intelligent, you know, beings that don't have this biological drive. Like men's sex drive, for instance, is completely demonized. Honestly, a guy who doesn't cheat doesn't get enough praise for not cheating. There's so much we have to do to deny this drive we have to not do stupid shit. And guys don't get any sort of reward. for. So I saw a scientific study about that or whatever, right? It said like biologically men can have 17 partners. Yeah. 17, 17. Yeah. That is a ridiculous number. Yeah. But it's like on the other side of that, Women can only truly be sexually attracted to like one man after a certain point, like after whatever chemical, like love and what, however they explain love, whatever. Women go to like one man, but like men can like, I mean, Johnny Appleseed, bro, we, f- we feel with. Yeah. I mean, but it's wow. like, it's, it's bio, cause like the biological, cause like I started looking into like, cause I was wondering why like throughout history, like all these kings have had like a wife. A mistress, a concubine, a side piece. That side piece has See, a side piece. And it's just like that's goddamn. That's what I'm coming to terms with. Like, I understand I'm I'm a progressive sort of person. I think history needs to move forward. But as I get older, I am starting to see things were in place in the past to alleviate certain issues that when you when you get rid of it, now you have this issue that you don't want it to have anymore. That, for instance, like that whole, you know, concubine, mistress, wife thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how that's what that's what make a man happy. That would make the woman happy. Like she'd be mad because you. But in terms of like if, if you rather him have a concubine than, than, you know, having sex with somebody else who's Sticking not it wherever. Yeah. 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 It's like you, it's the devil, you know, right. So like, you know, because if you know. Mm. Yo, dude's fucking Sally or whatever, yeah. or Ashley or whatever. You know he's fucking Ashley. Yeah. But it's like, he's not fucking Janet, Aisha, and Keisha over there. You know, he's like, you ain't worried about him everywhere because he's like, he's going down the hall to fuck the maid or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? But but my, my whole thing is like, okay, you don't want me to fuck nobody else. That's fine. But treat this like a, the big deal that it is. Because <laughs> my natural biology wants me to... You know, and, and, and inseminate everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. And if I'm an attractive dude that women are like throwing themselves at, 
Please reward me for my <laughs> chasteness. I love that. Inseminate everything. <laughs> but, but, that's what it is. Because I mean, like, because like, you look at it. We're mammals, right? Yeah. Every other mammal. Nothing what do they mammals. do? Every they other stick it wherever. Every other mammal would literally just like any female that is around getting the cheeks clapped. Oh yeah. man! And that's just it is what it is. Like yeah. every other mammal does that, but it's like humans subscribe to his monogamy, yeah. and it's like when you subscribe to monogamy and try to be the best man you can. But on the other side of that, it's like, yeah, good job. And it's like, no, like, not, yeah, not- good job. That's what's expected of you. That's what's expected. Which is, I mean, fair. it's like if you're a D, de- cause like, if you're, if you're, your sex drive is like a hundred, mm-hmm. whatever, and her sex drive is like 60, 70. If you don't act on the extra 30, 40%, and you're like slowly dying inside, that too. there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no outlet for you. That and then too. if you cheat, you're a demon. Like yeah. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. But if you don't, there's no reward. There's no reward. For There's it. no reward. And you just take the L over and over again. Yeah. So, and it, that's a, that's a consideration that a lot of women don't consider either. And I, and men men are typically like good men anyway. They're very um, sensitive to the fact that their wife their their body changes, their mood changes. You know, they got biological things that you know happen every month, and it changes. And kids, kids change like the sex drive. Right. They change all that stuff. And men are good men are sensitive to this, and they're very accommodating to this. But it, it doesn't go both ways in a lot of cases where, you know, if you ain't having sex, you're still expected to not have sex. You know, if, if the wife can't have sex, you, you can't have sex either. But that that's never like reward. There, there's never like a man, you know, you know, you're, you're such a good guy. You haven't cheated on me day for, <laughs> you know, good guys who just don't do it. You just you just don't get nothing for it. Man. You don't get rewarded just, for it, you man. Take the, you just take the you L, just take L for the it. L. You just take the L. And you just got to sacrifice so much. But what do you want? A medal? A parade? Something. <laughs> something. I'll give you a something. cookie. Because otherwise, because naturally what I want to do, because I always want to have sex. I'm a man. I always want to fucking have sex. If I'm not having sex. What am I doing with my life? Naturally, I'm going to go cheat. Nah. That's the natural, like, like take like, out all morals. Literally you, natural. If you yeah, take out all I mean, morals, if you take out all morals, there ain't no such thing as cheating, right? But yeah. I mean, like, you think <laughs> at a chemical level, chemical DNA can't do shit about a level. It's like if I'm not having sex with you, I need to be having sex with someone else. Yeah. All, right, all right, all right, all right. So we're talking about chemicals and stuff now, but we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to justify morals with. Yeah. Chemicals. Or I just want to reward. Right? I just want to reward for being a monk and controlling all this. You get a wife, bruh. She you get a husband. Get a she get a husband. She get a husband. Yeah. <laughs> you get a wife. She get. She get all the advantages of having a husband. So that is the only thing that she can actually offer you in in reward for your uh, was it fidelity. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Is love. That's all she's got to give you. And Love and get my dick wet. <laughs> All right. Well, you know Jesus. what? Uh, Jesus. You know what? Now you became the villain. <laughs> you know what? Happy spouse, happy house, right? Nah, if that's bullshit. that's what it takes that's to bullshit. keep you interested, then... No, it's not bullshit. That's no. Not, you know, that's, 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 it's just, that's a, it's just, it's just, it's just a touchy subject that like it's been, um, it's been coming up. Because it's like one of those things where like it's always... It's always looking at like the... Um, like, women and like how the patriarchy and like all of these things whatever but it doesn't look at the uh the male side of things whereas it's like we say with the faithful man you're just you're just a faithful man but it's like 
the guy that cheats all the time, the same time, he's getting his cake and eating too. Because like realistically, that guy that cheats all the time, he's clapping his girl's cheeks, her her friend's cheeks, and someone else's cheeks. Mm. And like more than likely, mm. his girl's going to take him back. <laughs> so like we've got a, I guess called, we got a society that's based on Judeo-Christianity, which yeah. is to say yeah. monogamy. And the no. society that we have, it just doesn't support what we're talking about right now. Like, uh, Thanks. just sticking it anywhere. That's just not how our society is made. Oh, no, it supports if, it. Cause we're, cause we're, we're sliding into that. Cause marriage is like pretty much a sham now. So we're, we're pretty much sliding into the whole polygamy thing. Cause like a bunch of dudes are smashing everybody. And that's now the question is that people ask women, like, uh, are you okay with sharing? That's the question that's being asked nowadays. Do you did you want an average guy or do you want to share like this amazing man? I'm just saying, like, if you guys are fine with the idea of uh, open relationships, then there'd be no problem. There'd actually be no uh, no issue in this whole conversation. You just agree with your partner that you go out, stick it in a few certain certified places. That's agreed with <laughs> the partner, and. You just go and you have your cakes and you eat it too, and there's no problem. Now you just got to make sure that you actually are truly okay with the idea of open relationship. And if you are okay with the idea and with the ramifications that come afterwards, basically, like you said, having to share, there'd be no issue. You'd be able to go and sow your oats, you know, obey (laughs) your (laughs) your genes. You know, right. quench your thirst, Mountain Dew, all of that good stuff. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting looking at like polygamy or like you know open relationships, or whatever. Because like I know a few people that are like subscribe to it, and it's it's an interesting conversation because you get like um all all forms of it because it's like you know you get the people that are like innately jealous or like people that because it's like it's multiple layers right because you can do it like it could be just like a primal need right like you know you just have a couple people you call up and those are just booty calls you know you got your couple people it's like my wife said i can step out you know blah 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 a couple smashes here and there call a day but you know other people that have like which i think is the more i don't want to say political way but the way that makes more sense hmm. besides because like having multiple relationships sounds stressful that's difficult stressful like the people mm. have like multiple wives or whatever it's like like I, I love sophie and like you know we have a pretty pretty easy going relationship like between the two of us like you know we have our rough spots like anyone does but it's like i don't i don't want to put that effort in with like three <laughs> again <or four> people. <laughs> yeah because like because my thing is like all right so you work let's say you know normal guy you work your eight hour shift or whatever you come home you have your kids you have you know you deal with your kids you have dinner you know, um, you hear about your wife's day, you guys have your little chit chat or whatever, you do that, you you relax however you relax that evening, whatever. And then you gotta do that again. <laughs> it's it's impossible again. unless you're still yeah, like a compound or something. Then you got yeah. all your families in a compound. Oh no, don't say compound. I know. That's what it is. It's not a mansion that's you have enough money. Like if you're not making millions, it's a compound. Don't say, don't say compound, don't say commune. <laughs> no, if you got houses you know, around your house, that's basically a compound or a commune. 
I'm not comfortable with this anymore. Hey, hey. I'm very comfortable with this I, conversation. It's a, Damn, it's what was that face, Breezy? It's, a, it's an interesting face conversation. Joseph Smith. <laughs> Joseph Smith. Yo, oh, I don't want to make any smoke. All right. I don't want no smoke I with Joseph Smith, bro. None smoke, of his homies. Man, man, that dude is tablets. <laughs> come on. Come on. All right. Okay. okay. All right. But it's... it's um, I don't know. But, like, going back to our original point, though. Like, the... Uh, I do think, like, what Reason said earlier about the, um, the man, men are speaking up more about, like, you know, what they want and, like, what's going on in their minds about things. Yeah. Is, like, mm-hmm. a positive step in the right direction. Yeah. But I think, too, we need to understand yeah. that, like, innately, all the way down to, like, our DNA, mm-hmm. men and women are different. Yeah. And, like, the, like, with anything that's different, like, you need to understand the differences to become better, to be better together. Because it's like, you know, we're never going to be the same. We're not going to communicate the same. Yeah. We're not going to exist the same. We're not going to do things the same. Like, we're different beings, but that doesn't mean we can't coexist and do things together. We're supposed to coexist. Yeah, That's we're supposed how we're to, built. And we're supposed to, like, we're literally yeah, built true. to balance yeah. each other. Like, balance each other yeah, out. Yeah, and it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. When it works, it's absolutely perfect. It's yeah. absolutely one idiot. <laughs> and it's like, I was thinking about earlier, I was thinking about, like, gender, like, gender roles. Like, you know, the old school gender roles, you know. Yeah, like, the Wife's at home with the kids, cooking, cleaning, man goes out to work, whatever. So, like, I took that and, like, applied it to, like, mine and Sophie's life. And it's, like, the gender roles still exist, but they're not necessarily gender roles. They're just, like, call them partner roles. And it's, like, Hmm. the things you do in your relationship that the other person not necessarily, like, maybe not do or not do as often, whatever, but you're supposed to balance each other out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, it's, like, when it comes to taking care of Emma, Sophie does, like, I'll say probably 70% of that. And I do the 30%. And it's, like... Other days I do like 60%, 50% of that, and she does 50% of that. It's just yeah. like, that's how that balance works when it comes to cooking. I do more of the cooking. She does more of the cleaning. It's yeah. like, you know, it's not the gender roles and like man and woman. It's like the, the Mark and Sophie roles and how we mesh, yeah. we mesh together. And it's like, I wish people would stop thinking about it. Like stop thinking about it as like gender specific roles and thinking about it as like you and your partner. Like, oh. what do you do? Yeah. What does your partner do? What do you guys not do? What is other person advantage, do? though? You have a built-in advantage. You play Final Fantasy, so you know how to switch job roles <laughs> really easily. So I think more people just need to play Final Fantasy. Yeah, or just like just me- or the biggest thing too is like being a like being a sibling is one a, a good sibling because it's like yeah you gonna fight with your siblings but like understanding like um when your sibling is like feeling some type of way or not feeling some type of way because like you should be able to like know your sibling well enough to like, hey, you know, they're not having a good, even if they're not tell you have a good day, they're not having a good day, you should better do it. Being on like a sports team of any kind or like being on like a, any type of group of any kind, being a leader of any kind. It's like all of these things that like translate over to like just being a good, being a good partner or just having close friends. You know what I mean? Like we take, like depending on the project and depending on what we're doing, like one of the other one, you might be the leader that day. I might be a leader. Ryan might be a leader. Like, you know, whatever the project is, whoever has like, the most information on it, they take point. And I think, too, a lot of people, like, they come with the aspect of, like, they both want to be the alpha or they both want to take lead. And it's like, sometimes mm. you, like, got to take a step back. Like, you can't you can't lead if you don't want to follow. You know what I mean? Like, you, got, you have to be mm, able to, like, like humble yourself and realize, like, your own, like, weaknesses to make them strengths or, like, your own strengths to, like, you know, to to better and strengthen your relationship. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people, like, it necessarily isn't like the man versus woman thing. It's just like the strength versus weakness thing. It's like you don't understand what your weaknesses are. And you're projecting your weaknesses onto your partner. Mm-hmm. And that's becoming an issue instead of just like realizing that like 
I mean, I'm just not that good at that. And I should just let them take care of it. And then like, I can ask them like what they do, how they do this or watch how they do this. So that like, I can better myself in that aspect. So they don't have to do that all the time. Cause one aspect of that is like for the majority of our relationship, Sophie's, she's done the grocery shopping. That's just like how it was. Cause her mom did the grocery shopping and like, you know, it's just kind of like how our relationship played out or whatever. But the one day, like a couple, like a month or two ago, she texts me and she's just like, she was overwhelmed, just overwhelmed. She's like, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it with Emma, with work and everything. So, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to grocery shop. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a chef. Okay. Like, I've, I've been cooking for a long time. Like, grocery <laughs> shopping yeah. is easy. Yeah. And it's like one of those things, it's like, it's kind of my fault as well. Because, like, I should have seen her being overwhelmed and asked her, like, what can I do to, like, ease up that load on her? But at the same time, it's like, she told me that she needed something taken off of her load. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's easy. And I'm like, more people need to fucking do that. Like, yeah. Just ask your partner if you can do something for him. Like, can I help you? Yeah. Do you need help with something? Like, can I take something away from you to like add it to my plate? Like, cause you don't realize like something super fucking simple. Like it takes me an hour to go grocery shopping, but it's like, that's so much stress off of her because like our minds work different. Like I'm in a, I have a restaurant brain. So like I see something, I can see like the spider webs of what I can make to make a recipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But her mind, she's not, she doesn't have that chef brain. So it's like, she needs to like have a recipe or she needs to like have a complete plan before she goes in the right, grocery store. Right. So it's just mentally a lot more space taken up versus like what it does for me. Right. And it's like, people need to realize that like people we're different. Like every individual person different. Like the, yeah. the amount of memory that it takes for you to fucking do something is different than it is for the other person. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Now relationship stuff is really cool. Cause, uh, and the fact that it's changing too, that's, that's kind of where my, like, cause I don't know, it's like a brand new, sp- it's not like it was even when I was younger. Even when I was like a teenager, stuff, stuff's way different yeah. from me. Cause honestly, it's, it's, I, even like if I look at it for myself, like I don't see a future like married to one person, which is crazy. Cause when I was a kid, that's all I wanted was to marry one right. person for the rest of my life. But like, I feel like even if I find somebody and marry that person, I'm going to sound like a doomer here. I feel like if I find some that person to marry that person, eventually we're going to get a divorce because relationships just don't fucking last nowadays. So, like, the way I see it is we ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. So, like, I think uh, that's kind of how my brain's, brain's working. Like, it's, I don't know, man. You know, the shit that we go through when we grow up seeing like relationships turn out that way, we yeah. tend to think that it's just a matter of time until ours do it too. And uh, that's how I feel. You know? My parents' relationship didn't work out. So I'm like, mm, you know, here. I don't want that smoke. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> but it's even, but it's even like, it's making me rethink stuff. Cause it's like, why do people get divorced all the time? Like people just like, it's a lot of reasons, but mm. essentially people just like fall out of love or whatever. I think more of it is like, they don't want to put up with the effort because like having a relationship is a lot of work. Like it's a lot of, it's a lot of work on like a, even a day to day level. And it's like, I think just people just either it wasn't really love in the first place or they just don't want to do the work. Cause like love is love is work. You know what I mean? It and it's is. like, especially like a partner love, like bro love, that shit ain't work. I mean, just don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's easy. But like, actually like loving a partner is a very different world. And I don't think a lot of people are ready for it. And like, like we were talking about earlier, it's like for trauma, like people don't mm-hmm. have like, because like a couple of years ago, I looked into like the, um, the love language. Do you guys know your love language? I don't know. I don't really care either. 
See, I thought idea. that too, but then I, I looked into it, and it's just like the love. Like, the reason I personally think love language are important because they're like, if you understand like how you receive love or how you want to receive love, and show how you give love, it makes it a lot easier to have those conversations with people. So mm-hmm. it's like you got okay. acts of service, uh, words of affirmation, gifts. Uh, fuck, I forget the other ones, Six. but it's like. For my for mine's is mine's is gifts. And it's like I can trace it back to like me and my mom when I was younger. Like me and my mom are we're not like big I love you people, big huggy people, big like you know, none of that lovey dovey shit. We just never yeah. were. So like what would she do? Like if we got into an argument or whatever or like something happened with us, like my mom like bought me like a Snickers and like my favorite drink. Yeah. And that was just like her apology, or whatever. And it's yeah. like I adopted that because like that's how my mother showed me love and like I appreciate that. And so like I tend to buy gifts for people, even if they don't want gifts. Like, that's just how I, that's how I express my love. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, with Sophie, it's like, we came to a point where like, she was pretty much like, you know, I, I don't feel like you say I love you enough. And I was like, I don't, because I just, <laughs> I don't say it. Like, I know I don't say it enough because I don't say it. But I'm like, I buy you stuff. Like, I, this is how I show you love. But then like, she was like, well, mine's is like, words of affirmation and like access oh access service is another one yeah. so it's like she needs she needs to hear that i love you tonight i love you and i was like me you can just buy me a fucking candy bar and i'm good like you know <laughs> what i mean but it's like okay. those like learning the love languages was important because it's like it shows you like how you express love to people and like so you can understand and you know it just helped me better understand myself is like you know that's why like all these fucking pop figures and shit around here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love, like, you know, showing a little bit of love to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I why I give a shit about it. Cause it's like, absolutely agree. That stuff you pick up anyway. That stuff, if you, if you in tune with your partner, you're going to figure out what they like and what you like about them. Mm-hmm. You would like, be surprised. Cause it's I, like, I, no, cause the stuff you're saying is stuff that naturally mm-hmm. you pick up. Like, if, if you give somebody a gift, they like it. I mean, you like, go give them more gifts. I understand what he means that because of the way that you were raised, you'll be more in tune with one language, even without realizing it, you will default to one method of showing love, even without uh, knowing it. Because with me, I'm pretty sure it's acts of service. Like, uh, I don't say shit ever. You know, you're not getting any I love yous from me. But if you like need something like, yo, man, I need. But that's weird, though. Why would you not done? tell your partner you, you love them? You see, that's what I mean by that's default. I mean. You know, it's like it's but just it's like default. common sense though. Like when you when you when you're with somebody, I don't believe in common sense. But common sense is actually relative to the person. I guess so because you're with somebody. It's Valentine's Day. I love you. Here's a gift. Uh, you want to go somewhere? Um, you want to back rub? Isn't that like four love languages? What's yeah, the that is one? four. Uh, sex. No, that's probably another one. No, <laughs> that's probably back. But that's four <laughs> fucking love languages. Why do I need a book to tell me oh. that they? But Breezy, you have to realize too. Like you are more intelligent than the average person. Oh, oh yeah, you know. Well, you you, you. Have to think about that. Like you know, what I saying? think that's a love language right. thing too. Is uh, nah, that's just facts. You're too smart. You dumb shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like so, like it's like these are because th- you got to think about it. Think about the random bro that came to GameStop when we were, you know, back in the day, or the random person you talked to at Sears back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's like that dude don't know what the fuck his wife want. He just got married because he got married. That's crazy. You know what I mean? It's that's like wild. But it's like Damn. you, because I mean, like I've talked to people about love language, and they're just like. Oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> My wife did have sex with me after that time. I told I did some wash the dishes and took the kids to bed or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, it's probably acts of services. She like, you know, and he's like, Yeah, you know what? 
her mom and her dad never did shit for her when she was a kid. And I was like, that's crazy. So her parents never did nothing for her. So when you do stuff for her, she feels loved. And it's like, that's crazy, bro. Hmm. Wild. I didn't know it was like it that. Wild. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you were intelligent. Like, you're a writer. So, like, you write these different characters that have all these Bro, different personalities. Valentine's Day, though. Like, I mean, like, not that's just day, Valentine's Day. Day. You got to like, that's a good example. But it's like, yeah. if you just do that on Valentine's Day, what you yeah. do on the other 364 days? But that's what I'm saying. Like, like you Val- do all these things. Why not do those things on other days, too? Like, <laughs> on Valentine's Day, you're expected to do A, B, C, and D. Right, right. Know? So, well, it, it doesn't really even mean something special when you, I guess you so. do them. I got a beef with Valentine's Day. So. Basically, you doing your homework. Because yeah. Valentine's Day is a holiday made for um, bum-ass niggas. Yeah. And the reason I mean, and the reason uh, I say that is because, I like, I know if you going. are a good man and a good person, your expectation level is, like, the maximum level, but uh, if you just a bum ass nigga, you can buy her like a flower, <laughs> and you get the same. You get this. You get the the busted ass like Kroger flowers, and you get the same yeah. like oh my god, I love you as the same dude that's bought like a diamond yeah, necklace, the bouquet of roses. Michael we take that shit out of pocket. That shit is out of pocket. But um, throwback last yeah. episode. Yep, yep. But um, but like like if you if you were to randomly happen some other day, like um. Some dude, let's say one of your bros is, they're looking down and you want to cheer him up and you decide to do something to cheer him up. Yeah, it's like, what sounds right? Or I put this another way, right? You don't know what someone wants for their birthday. So you get them like a practical item. <laughs> you can get them an impractical item. Say, yeah. You can take them out somewhere yeah. or you can just chill with them. Like, uh, what do we do for Alex on his birthday? Movies. We just, we just go to the movies, <laughs> movies and chill. Chill out. Chill out. Pizza. Pizza. Right? Yeah. None of us got him a damn gift. Mm. <laughs> right. He would like a gift, too. Yeah. He would like, like a gift. Like, usually, I would mm. get him a, uh, I'd get him a place, I'd give him a damn PS4 controller or a PlayStation card. Runs through them, bitches. Yeah. Those sound like gifts, right? But to me, they're actually practical items for his case because he always got broken controllers. I'm like, yo, man, I know he needs a controller, so I'm going to give him a controller because I think that's what he liked for his birthday. And that shows what my that shows my mindset. Yeah. Right. And it's like I actually, you know, I was uh, wasn't going to do this, but. I got you a gift for your birthday. Mm. Should be coming in soon. I fucking and hate when you shit. actually see what it is, right? <laughs> actually, that reason why we're gonna you go this. like, "Oh, all right, got you a gift." Yeah. What do you think it's gonna be? Do you think I'm gonna get you a practical item? You think I'm gonna get you an impractical item? Think I'm gonna take you out somewhere or something, or just uh, chill? Something, something that's both useful and fun, but also troll tastic. Something you can also get enjoyment out. Of. All right, <laughs> like, so impractical. I, I, I voted for. I vote for impractical item. Impractical. Right. Okay. That's uh, like, all right. So, I got you that impractical Christmas gift that one you time. Did. Mm-hmm. That was that was that game was interesting. <laughs> the game wasn't even the gift. Yeah, years of packaging. I had to go through the gift. I don't know what language that gift was. Okay, so Ah, for the people listening, um, for one of his Christmas gifts, oh crap, I remember I went really deep into this one. Yeah, was that two years ago? That was two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. So I couldn't think of what to get for Mark because Mark has fucking everything. So I was like, okay, 
So instead of getting him anything good, I'm going to get him this shitty game that I found in a bargain bin in Meijer, right? I'll take the game. It was a Nintendo Switch game, by the way. I took it, cut it open, took the cover art out, photoshopped a new Nintendo Switch cover art for Halo 2, and put that into there, wrapped it back up. And then I put the game inside of a bag that I wrapped in wrapping paper, and I took the bag inside of another bag that I wrapped in wrapping paper, and I put that in a box, wrapped it, and I put that in a bigger box, and then in a bigger box, and then in a bigger box. I remember it was seven total. I mean, yeah. layers of hell. <laughs> I wrapped them all individually, and I gave it to him. I also weighted the box down with uh, paper, and I made this brace so that he wouldn't be able to shake it to find out what it was. <laughs> it was a piece of ingenuity trolling ingenuity it was Genius. and I gave it to him and all of that was the gift all of it the whole thing was yeah. gift. just a giant spectacle it was a gift for me that was very entertaining this is terrible but we also have um, tell you guys we have a rule amongst our our friend our friendship is that, like, if someone buys you any form of media, a video game, movie, anything like that, you either have to play it or watch it, at least for a little bit, to get the gist of what it is. So I played this game, and it was, like, a asymmetric, top-down shooter with RPG elements, and the main characters was a goose and a warthog. Anthropomorphic goose and a warthog. Fair enough. <laughs> I just don't. I, I just. I don't know. I just don't know what to say. It was a. It was a game. It was. Yeah. That was. Which was that called? I don't know. Oh, God, I, know. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. I couldn't tell you. It's Halo Two, apparently. Uh, yeah, Halo Two. <laughs> for the Nintendo for Halo Two for the Switch is what it was. The greatest game never played. I wonder if I still have a cover art for that. Uh, yeah, because you had like something funny on the back of it too. I forget what it's, it's probably over there with my Switch games. I, I, I'm pretty sure I kept it over there. I hmm. I think it's there still should be the Halo Two over there. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be the only Halo Two. Yeah, over I mean, there. it should be the only Halo Two over there because my Xbox games aren't over there anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, a, oh man! Sorry. Oh, this is kind of a long one. But before we before we end the show, I uh, want to talk about my Mega Chad Dad slash Grunkle Uncle. Uh, nice. So it's been kind of a swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. I'm like 50-50 with it. Okay. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm more proud of myself because I'm like, you know, it was definitely more than what I was was doing, but I definitely would like to do more. So it is mm-hmm. good. It is good motivation seeing like the X's and the check marks on the uh, on the calendar. Okay. And for those that missed it or new to the show, I said I wanted to drink um, the gallon of water a day and do like uh, two hours of work. For either school or for the podcast or for like our other projects nice. or just stuff around the house, just like two hours of like bettering myself, I guess is what it bottles down to, and then just drinking more water and eating better. And so, like, yeah, it's been like the weekends are hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the weekends are hard because like Sophie's home on the weekends in the mornings. Like I'm well, she's at home on the weekends, and I'm at home in the mornings. So we usually just like that's like our. DoorDash day because we're just like yeah whatever we're hanging out with Emma I think neither one of us wants to cook so we used to get something on DoorDash whatever mm-hmm. and it's like I'm just enjoying the day so like I'm not yeah. worried about like healthy or whatever but like during the week pretty good yeah. but yeah the weekends are kind of ass but like, you know That's probably how it should be yeah yeah now I'm gonna join you on that um 
because this it's a lot of stuff I want to do, and uh, I'm gonna take a little bit of a step back from work. I was talking to Ryan about it. Um, a little bit of a step back from work, and then take two hours a day to do productive things. Uh, I'm gonna save editing for the end of the week um, and the weekend, but for the start of the week and some of my weekend time will be spent two hours not editing and two hours uh, doing other stuff. Cool stuff, man. But also, I'm going to start jump roping in the garage. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of something like I was good at it was as a kid, and I yeah. can't. Like, I tried to do it as an adult. Yeah. I just put it on because I was embarrassing myself. I got an athletic jump rope because cause I, I had one that was like soft and it was okay, but my rhythm it, my rhythm was totally off. Yeah, I got a weight. I got a couple weighted ones. Yeah, I was trash as a kid at it, so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty awesome now. You, you're probably better at it now. I used to be bad as a kid at it, but now I'm I'm okay. Yeah, it's exact opposite. Like I was a beast, like running championships and stuff in like oh, like elementary school. Yeah, like now I'm just like <sighs> I could do that shit on one player, let alone when other people were. Oh, yeah. I used to love it. Like the double I, dutch, double oh, dutch. Like I took me a minute to get it down, but yeah. like the just doing it with like people. Like I was always like the last one to be in there when they're doing it. I couldn't do double dutch, but I was such a class clown that I would like to get in there and mess it up on purpose. <laughs> Damn. Just just tangle it all up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I was interesting. I was like the class clown, but also athletic. So yeah. it was just it was always a good time to like. Oh, Mark's getting serious now. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, but whatever. It's cool. All right. I guess that's our cue to exit. We covered everything, man. Yeah, we went on a roller coaster of a ride. You know, we had another episode talking about the differences of men and women, which I'm sure will pop up like more as we get uh, deeper into it. You know, we talked about um, our plans for the future. So, again, thank you guys as always for coming up. Spending time with us is an hour and a half today. Normally we have an hour. Um, find us, of course, we're on YouTube now consistently. We got the stuff fixed or figured out with our camera and stuff. So we'll see you guys on YouTube and like wherever you get your podcast at. So make sure you just come hang out with us every Wednesday and we're going to do the bonus episodes. Don't know when we haven't figured that out yet, but uh, we'll let you know, I guess. If not, I mean, they're there. Just find them, I guess. They'll be there. So. May your bed stay warm, your pillow stay cold. All right. Stay perfect, chat. Peace, everybody. I got